0: say
1: the words say the words welcome welcome back to a new episode of the norep podcast episode number 62 here we go i'm with the usual daubers nathaniel and uh evan middleton here but we have a special guest full mr. name yeah So you. just your sunday name mr david Hatt.
2: thank you welcome. thanks for having me yeah
1: thank you for joining us
2: very welcome from uh from from,
1: from from social media i feel like you're a very busy man
2: yeah you so i what?
1: we had to try we tried to get this in like a wee while ago and then you fucked off to Dubai for a bit. Yeah. And then now I'm trying now I've caught you now. So I'm thanks back. for coming.
0: In my head, I forgot that your name was actually David
2: and it was just D hat <laughs> it's hat <just> people think <laughs> like it's Matt as well see a people that are like oh hi Matt and I'm like what? Who, who the
0: fuck is Matt so people have paid
3: attention at all have they
2: or just exactly exactly. hat does it
0: though ah,
2: I know,
1: there there uh, no, but right before there we were, we were wasting up some valuable conversation that was off there but we are just talking about going bald and Danny got quite touchy <laughs> about the subject I <laughs> um, and Jordan have got a bet on him, he'll go first there's no way you will Bro, there's no. way. I'm, I'm not taking sides, but I want I need to, to see up, them
3: both. Tell
1: well, I mean, I need a, I need a trim. This is bad. This is bad here. Actually, right, he grow You'll really
0: go bald
2: at the back. Bro, reckon... are you
1: fucking mad?
2: Nah, no, no chance not. at the what back. Right? Keep, keep giving <laughs> him a compliment.
1: thing. No, but this is the, the thing, right? And this is what this is what we'll talk into. If it did begin to happen, I would just. I would just yeah. go straight after, with it. and I, I respect I always,
2: that I always said that I was like two years of clinging on and really? I always said if it starts to go I'm going to get it I'm going to of it because there is nothing worse when you see someone and it's like back there uh, <laughs> and you're just like come on just get rid no, but then some people don't give a fuck some people some are quite people literally don't. like I don't care I but did I've used, <laughs> the, I've used the
1: argument though and it's like you've never met a bald person that doesn't suit being bald I think like see if you walk past somebody in the street that you don't know them
2: I think you settle into it don't you I went really short initially, and then I was like, I could just go for it. Get it straight yeah. off. Um, like, uh, my,
1: mate, like my, my best mate Andy's 24, 23, 24. I thought you were going
2: to talk about another bald man there. <laughs> no, <Nah>. Alex. <laughs> oh, Alex?
1: Yeah. Well, he was a bit older, but yeah. Andy's young, like, 24 or whatever. Just like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Straight, straight off, off, man. And I'm like, I respect that. Mm-hmm. Do you Do know, know what I thought was absolutely like, fucking
0: sir. mental is that Scott Brown, like, selectively went bald for his whole football career and then as, no, no. But then, as soon as he stopped playing, he just grew his hair back. Can he grow no hair? I did not know that. I know brilliant head of hair. Really? Absolutely. Scott Brown? Scott Brown. Ex-Celtic captain. Absolute brilliant head of hair.
3: There we go. Mad. I'll learn things, man.
1: But anyway, aside from that, thanks for coming in. <laughs> you um, obviously, Seriously. you've done this in your first rodeo with podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't want to spend too much on the, the origin story. Nah. Of of who you are, we can tuck into a wee bit because probably more people know who you are than who we are. Anyway, not um, listening
2: to your podcast, I would presume that Maybe yeah. who knows? You'd hope though. Maybe it, I'm a right? new audience. <laughs> no, I
1: actually thought it was mostly like CrossFit wankers that listen to this podcast. Just and I was one. Like, no. yeah, it's, it's just, just, just one. one. And it's me when I listen back to it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> On repeat. Yeah. Get the views up. Getting getting the good bits. I <laughs> just let it run. Just I let it run in the background.
1: But we can tuck into a wee bit. So I guess that. What I'd maybe ask you, uh, ask you first is that like, what was your intro to the fitness game? Because I take it this wasn't your first job.
2: Uh, it was one of them. my first jobs. Was in it? I've been doing this since I was 19. So ten, like quite literally, this is my 10th year coaching. Mm. Um, and all I've done before that was make hot dogs in Ikea. And Love then it. progress to flat pack in Ikea. And then <laughs> progress to being a fitness wanker. So <laughs> now no, I've, I've been doing fitness for like a long time. Um, I get into it to gain weight initially mm. for sport. And then preferred just training to the actual sport and then continued training was it gymnastics it? uh no oh. <laughs> actually everyone thinks i used to use the gymnastics so. actually quite, Do you know, I, I? a good toe uh, point on me yeah, uh, no i've done so, sport karate for like 15 years or something like that. so i've done that for years and then class gave it up when i was 21 so yeah that's my intro to fitness to be fair there was yeah. no there's not even the whole you know i really wanted to help people I quite literally just hated working at Ikea. People used to ask me how <laughs> to Hot to get dogs get I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> I can make some money here. Um, yeah. So yeah, started in exercise for less, budget gym for four years, moved to Dubai for a year, came back 2018, 2019 I came back uh, and then started MTN in 2019, four years ago and that's that, yeah. that's my full life.
1: Sick, Man. and it seems that <laughs> uh, that's it. done. That's <laughs> right? is, Thanks like, for coming, mate. See you next week. I know. No, but the one of the things that I find quite cool about about you and about MTN is that I feel that since I've maybe followed you on social media, which maybe been the past couple of years, I feel like every year has got exponentially bigger, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's probably been the case maybe for maybe your whole career over the past ten years. I might not maybe seen that because you're in it, but I feel like every year that you know, I remember the first twelve repeat that you did. Mm-hmm get into I had a couple of my pals do it. Um, Boy, I used to play rugby with, did it as well, actually. Um, and then every year, it's just obviously fucking growing and growing and growing. It seems to continue that way. Mm-hmm. That's not on accident, I don't think. No, I think, like,
2: since, like, I think I've always, because I've done sport when I was younger, there's always been that level of, like, you achieve something, like, what's next? And mm-hmm. I'm quite bad for that. I think sometimes it's not a curse but like sometimes you, you don't really appreciate things but i'm always like what's a little bit better than the previous year mm. um and sometimes it's easy for something like the where we peak our numbers because it's just like well year one was 100 200 300 it's it's quite easy to like metric you can um monitor but outside of just that i'm like what other sort of growth can i have like year on year personal growth cool financial growth great um so i think for me it's always just like Experience some level of growth, and some in some years it's not. Maybe been business, or some years it's been other areas of my life, um, and vice versa. Most of the time it's business, so that's the thing. Like I probably the I'm the I'm the most passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think just progress is like I think it's a Tony Robbins quote: "Progress, is happiness." And I've said that in this podcast from about seventeen <laughs> <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, that's actually like what makes me like happy and fulfilled is just a little bit of progress every year. Um, yeah. I say a little bit, it's <laughs> like a lot. But... See with uh, see with like, obviously you said you started
0: MTN, right? Did you in your head at the time? think that it would kind of grow to where it is just now
2: or was it literally was a one-man band like when you started just like everyone else well when i was living in dubai uh it was just me and then i had i think i had like 80 clients at some point what i was doing with them no idea because it would have been awful but um (laughs) i had a ton of people and i had a ton of interest coming through and then i was speaking to two coaches back home at the time dale and ryan and then they came on board um and then to be honest they came on board to help me manage clients i never ever intended to like run a business even it wasn't until I started, maybe a year into running MTN. So only like three years ago, I felt like I had a business. Mm. Before that, it was just like I was an online coach or I was a fitness like person mm-hmm. Um But it's probably Just in the last three years I feel like right I've got a business now Because mm-hmm. I can grow it In multiple ways And there's lots of Different products and services That we can do But yeah before that it was just like I was just an online coach And I think there's a big difference Between just online coaching And like running a business That's not yeah, to say yeah, That you need to have staff I don't think you need to have staff To have a business I know plenty of one man bands That have a business But for me I felt I felt when I hired more people I felt like more of a business If that makes sense Yeah definitely I think you just feel That like you've got more going on In that sense Um So yeah
3: See, talking about like staff, it seems that you've had quite a quite a big buy-in and like mm-hmm. really loyal coaches like Ryan and Dale yeah. and Helen and all the rest of it. What would you say like any any businessman, it's owning, anybody that's maybe thinking about to the gym. What would you kind of say to them if you're th- like if you want staff, this mm-hmm. is how to get a buy-in because I feel like. Business owners generally struggle mm, with that, right? And yeah, in, in people business, they struggle to get buy in for.
1: Yeah, you know, one of my clients, I'm not, I am not, actually won't say him, but he's he's trying to recruit for staff at the minute. That's and right. he says it's one of the biggest hurdles that he's mm. struggling with now. Mm, it's, it's, probably the, that. it's
2: by far the hardest thing about yeah. running a business, to be it's, it's the thing that gives you the most leverage because you've got more people to do some of the stuff that you maybe don't want to do. That's a little bit different for me because they're technically also contracted coaches. So they're not like, you know, they're not employed by me. Um, so everyone within the brands technically subcontracted. So it's a little bit easier because they've got more freedom. So my, my biggest pull is the fact that they still all manage their own businesses. They still all manage their 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 own income largely. Mm-hmm. Um, But equally, you said, like I've had a lot of loyal coaches and people stay. Like there's been people come and go as well. Um, I just don't post about them <laughs> uh, but no there has been people i think we've had maybe 12 coaches across the last four years and there's there's currently 10 with the two new girls that have just started so there's been people kind of drafting in and out of the brand as well and that's that's kind of what i've said like even ryan and dale who are my best mates as well own sin i've said to them like look i don't you don't need to stay forever like of course they've got that loyalty i helped them build their business mm-hmm. to where it is but there might come a point where they're like i just want to have sin i just want to have my own mm-hmm. business um, and that's fine, and that's, if you'd said that to me three years ago, I'd have been like, oh, they're mine, Like, yeah, uh, yeah, keep yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, now I'm like, you know what, if people don't want to work within the brand, please leave like straight away. Like that's kind of what I want wanted mm-hmm. to be like, and I don't want to hold anyone here, mm-hmm. that maybe wouldn't want to be here. Um, equally, I think people stay because there's so many opportunities. I think we get more opportunities because it's a business than just Joe Bloggs PT. It's mm-hmm. a bigger company, mm-hmm. bigger brands recognise us, bigger bigger companies, more else wants to maybe work with us. So there's a lot of pull and there's a lot of opportunities, even something like the 12 week peak photo shoot, like you couldn't really be involved with that if you're yourself, like you could maybe manage 30, 40 people max, yeah. but you do need a team of people to do some of the things that we're doing. And even some of the future projects, like you can't do that yourself. So I think to be involved in that, um, like Alex, for example, that's, he loves being involved in that, but he knows himself that's not where his, he wouldn't maybe want to like set up projects and manage all that side of stuff. I love it. He mm-hmm. loves coaching. He loves mm-hmm. that side of stuff. I love like project management, to be honest, mm-hmm. now more than anything. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I find, because I find that about you, and it actually surprises me <laughs> a little bit that. Fitness was essentially your first job, right? Because mm. I don't imagine you were uh, having team meetings and talking no. about standard operating procedures mm. in IKEA. No. Perhaps no. I don't to, know.
3: To be fair, so, so, so the sausages no. get
1: the.
3: Ah, you put the Mustard Mustard's on. First. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I don't imagine that that was particularly no. your life beforehand. Whereas I've worked in like corporate world before yeah. coming into fitness, and so I had exposure to all that mm-hmm. whereas you kind of looks like it knows what you're talking about when it comes to that sort of stuff and obviously it is coming to coming to light with how successful your business is mm-hmm. how did you even go about fucking figuring that out
2: well this is again like how long have you all been coaching
1: like six years, yeah. yes, been 35 year. 35 years uh, he's been doing it forever about 35 years <laughs>
3: 35 years they're like grandads. I'm, I'm relatively I'm actually now. 10 years I'm about two weeks yeah. qualified but in the industry Four year more than that, fourteen year. Yeah, like, yeah. I think means- I think
2: it's like a big part of it's time served. Like I think a big part of success is time served, right. and then another part is like really fucking wanting something. Um, and I've i've had very good influences growing up like i have no and this is something that actually used to hold me back because i've was like, i got no sob story like i've got nothing mm. to fucking cry about like mm-hmm. i've had a fucking really easy life if i'm being honest maybe <laughs> something bad will happen maybe i'll walk <laughs> out and something bad will happen but like that i've car, had, I I've had a relatively easy life and you always see these inspirational people that have came from here and you know like drake um but <laughs> drake. No, i think uh, so i've not i've not got that i've just had good influences most did you of my feel life. like
1: that you needed that is that what you fit in your earlier
2: nah, days? I, just, I think all the people that I followed that inspired me had like a rough upbringing and that was their motivation. I didn't really have that. So I was like, what the fuck's my motivation? I was like, I just want to be better than what I had. Like I had a really good childhood, good coaches when I was doing sport. And I think some of the best influences I had were clients. Um, when I first started coaching, like right. I'm saying, I've been doing this 10 years. So if I have 10 years worth of pretty good clients that mm-hmm. were also business owners, that also kind of taught mm-hmm. me things. Like some of the people I've met through coaching are like, Multi, multi-millionaires mm. So like sometimes it's just Little bits of insight from them Rubbing you know, off on um, you yeah, but- off on you 100% Equally like I, I read a lot I watch a lot I learn a lot So it's not like I've winged it, like I've put in a lot of the kind of groundwork in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. but I think a big part's like time served, a big part's education. Like, you do need to just put the reps in and be shit for a while as well. Yeah, um, get some no reps, you know. Yeah, he had that loaded before he even got uh, yeah. yeah. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I know he mentioned Drake and then dropped like a wee bar there as well. He's gonna freestyle next or something That's not me, that's not me.
3: <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh fucking uh, hell that was
1: good. I like like MTN
3: what wasn't <laughs> right. MTN's Christmas it's you know, karaoke that, that you know, joke, that. That joke
1: so anyway. that's Alex and Ryan's like, <laughs> they
2: all karaoke fucking
1: hell aye so what was some of the forms of like maybe early inspiration that you had business wise because if it's if you couldn't look internally and be like oh well I need to get out yeah. of this fucking shit situation who was that like back in the day uh, back in the day like do you know Chris Guzman yeah, no, I used to watch his CG. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah him
2: largely from like an age standpoint, because I think he's like a year older. Like one of my big things is always like, how is that guy there at like twenty-one? I'm like, what land, the fuck? like I hate that. Like that annoys me, and it's terrible that it. Annoys me. Like <laughs> also, like it is inspiring, and it you know it doesn't it doesn't demotivate me. But yeah. um, for him, he was like a very similar age, and was like five years ahead of me at the age of twenty-one type mm-hmm. thing. So I was like fucking hell. Like I'd say some of the things that we are doing now. Or what he done ten years ago? Yeah, and I'm like fuck, man. So like he was definitely an inspiration um, from somebody like further, further afield. Cause like social media was big back then, but it wasn't like there's wasn't no like, YouTube though. Wasn't it wasn't like what it is yeah, now. YouTube yeah, so or... that's like I used to just watch like 30 minute videos of him every day. He's he's the one that like stands out right now actually. Mm-hmm. Um Local influences, I wouldn't have said there was like any, cause even social media ten years ago. There wasn't that many fitness people posting shit on Facebook. Like nah. Facebook was it's massive. A diff- it's a different beast now. now. It's a it completely is. different beast. Um, And people people start so like people back in the day would be a personal trainer or a coach and then be like, "Oh mate, try social media." Now it's people that are going, "Oh, I'm good on social media. I'm try and be a coach." That's literally quite literally went the opposite so true. way. Great point. Um, which is why there's such a bad like standard and quality of coaches because it's people coming solely 100%. from, oh, well, I've, I posted some nice fitness shit on Instagram." It's like. Yeah, but you don't have a fucking no. of coach. A and know, really? like, Me and have just talked it, to yeah, us last night or night yeah. before.
3: Like literally, just talked to know same It's a stuff. fucking popularity contest. Popularity contest. Yeah. But, so, Defos. so,
1: so with that, right? With that being said, like obviously, time served was one of the things that you feel has helped you mm-hmm. in your growth and stuff like that. And then we see a lot of these new coaches coming in at the industry and stuff like that, and we can, we can be old men and be grumpy, but yeah. it, yeah. know, oh, all very these very fucking very people are just popping on TikTok or whatever. Yeah. But like how do you think what is the path to someone new in the industry like what does that look like in order for them to mirror your success or mirror someone's success Is doing well like what is that sort of path is there a blueprint or
2: i come work with uh (laughs) (laughs) to be fair like the the two new girls that we've just hired are super inexperienced as coaches like really inexperienced as coaches and Mm -hmm. that's i didn't hire them for coaching experience i hired them largely for the softer skills like communication which i think is largely the number one thing that coaches need uh, and this is why some of the younger younger people like won't make good coaches. They'll make good TikTokers, but like they don't know how to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest driver. Because I think everything else you can learn. Something communication is quite a hard thing to learn in comparison to setting up a training plan, setting yeah. up macros. Like that's fucking easy. Yeah. Like it's quite literally there is a bit of a blueprint, like you said. Yeah. But from a coaching perspective nowadays, like. I would, I would actually just do the shitty six-week course and get that bit of paper. It's exactly what I've done. Like, before, it's exactly what I've done. Get it done, get qualified, and then start in a budget gym. Like, start working from a, what is it now, JD yeah. pure gym. Like, start working in one of them. Do a year or two, three years, maybe. Um, you learn. And do you know what the biggest thing you learn from that? You're, you're just exposed to so many people. Like I used to do, you know, eight inductions a day, a spin class with 30 people, <laughs> and then I'd maybe take two or three, like three clients. Yep. So it's like, that's a, that's a huge amount of people yep. that, to learn what not to do. <laughs> <That> <laughs> yeah, right. that to make mistakes with. So that, that's like the first really? thing. And then as a coach wanting to break into the industry, be coached off someone else. And again, that is not to plug any of us, but get coached off somebody that's been doing it five, 10, 15 years mm-hmm. and just learn a little bit from them. Find, like, do, do your homework on that. Obviously, you don't mm-hmm. want you, you to sign up with someone that you're not going to learn, you know, a huge amount from. But mm-hmm. that would largely be, I say, like, the college course and the six-week course largely give you the same bit of paper. They give yes. you a level two and a level three. Yeah, One of them takes a lot longer and you get less experience with clients. Mm-hmm. So I was like, pick the one that you get more experience with, like, in, being in front of people. Um, hire a coach yourself and then, further education, like pay for pay for courses and if you don't want to pay for co- like I've not paid for that much education really a lot of the stuff that I've done is through YouTube, if I'm being completely honest, yeah. like the basic stuff. Yeah. And then you maybe find someone that you want to learn more from.
1: And like books or whatever else. That, <laughs> books, yeah. I, I noticed that, um, well, i mean, I'd be deep dive trying to find oh, out yeah. a little bit more about this. It. <laughs> it's so, all yeah, steep. Fucking <laughs> So if you got a notification, like the photo from like 400 weeks ago, that, that was me. <laughs> 2017. Um, right. But you, I think, did you not invest in some form of education like quite early on? Like I said, you went out to, was it San Diego or you went out to America and stuff like that? Was that? Part of, was that just like a holiday trip or was that like you were out actually learning something? stuff? you did go balls deep. Really? I I <laughs> I that. Um, was
2: that was actually just a, what, I didn't, I, what I didn't know what it was at the time. We basically went thinking it was some big, amazing business conference. Mm-hmm. And in fairness, it was actually like super inspirational, but it was one of these things that it's a weekend course. And then in the last two hours of the course, they try and sell you a 20 grand mastermind. Uh, but like, I didn't have a clue what it was at the time. So yeah. everyone in there was doing silly numbers it was all big big fitness businesses nutrition business meal prep companies gyms uh and i had just started with dale and uh the other coach ryan that was working with us at the time so there's three of us i don't know what we're making but it wasn't it wasn't very much money at the time but we'd had enough to go and do this fucking course yeah um so i've I've invested in some things like that uh but that that was interesting to see the fact that do you know what like that gave me more than anything like self-belief and like selling (laughs) making a lot of money because the guy literally it was a 20 grand mastermind and there must have been like 50 people at the event, went straight up with a credit card and paid it <laughs> there and then. And I was just like, <laughs> Fuck I just people like... are willing to pay that for, like, do you know what I mean? Just could, to be part of a group. Um, so that that was super helpful and inspirational in that sense. Other than that, from a paid education standpoint, I've done a, few, I've done a Mark Cole's mentorship. It was mm-hmm. all right. Um, and I worked with another coach that was... Just not all right, but uh, <laughs> that was like sixteen grand. That was the biggest waste of for money real? of my entire life. Yeah, just throw them um, under the bus. Quite like nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a, a podcast cl- for people. Uh, we on there. are the, yeah. on the That's, that's get yeah. clapped up. Uh, so that was a complete waste of money. But I spoke about that on a podcast recently. Like I've, I've wasted lots of fucking money on yeah. like business stuff, like yeah. just random shit. Stuff that you think you'll get a return on your investment that just doesn't happen. Ah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um,
0: me, that's me. Yeah. That's, that's, that's me in a nutshell. And also, and also me. Remember?
3: Last year. 4G. Oh yeah, fuck biggest I Biggest waste of four grand of my um, life. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck
1: them under the bus, man. Nah. <laughs> Shame that But take uh, But I, I think that... So obviously, when you would have done that, I think we are hyper aware of that sort of stuff now. Yeah. Like you see it all the time, and it's all everywhere. I think maybe back then, mm-hmm. maybe in America it may have been a bit different, but maybe back then it would have like that's unheard of. Yeah. yeah. So you would have been pure yeah. shocked kind of thing um, by it.
3: And they're ahead as well. Usually Americans, yeah. right They're always a good five to from ten a lack years. From a marketing perspective, like, the way that they. Five. So you must have been like, "What the fuck well, is this?" One of the
2: biggest, one of the like, kind of takeaways from that was like, if you're not talking on your phone, like doing stories, like you're gonna fall behind. And like none of us were doing. And this was only. This was quite literally four years ago, not that long ago. For um me? So it really wasn't long, long time ago. Oh, none of us were doing that, and I remember the worst fucking thing ever. The guys like everyone get up. Like it was pure like motivation. It was like, one of these. It was like literally one of those cheesy American yeah. like rah rah clap your Tony Robbins type. It like, was really similar to that, and and it's the same network of people as that. um And he's like, everyone get out your Instagram stories, go on live. So I'm like, fucking oh, hell, no. No. make this live. He's like, say this. And I'm like, oh. uh, <laughs> I love business. Went to the toilet, delete. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like, it, it was good to open my eyes to a lot of things. And I think like all these things I'm saying are wasted money. I didn't necessarily like, yeah, waste the money, but you, you learn to not fucking do it again. You learn to do your, due diligence. You learn That's to on. kind of like, put in the background work before you buy into things (laughs) or you should learn because I've done it again since (laughs) Um, but no you you definitely
3: you can see if mm-hmm. You can see who's fucking full of foolery yeah, and who's no. I think after you've made the mistake, yeah,
0: <laughs> so unfortunately. You, no, see, I, see, look, for us, I think so, yes. But see, fucking a of, Joe blogs public, see if they're going to go for a coach. I think it's really difficult to 100%. tell who who's like a decent coach and who's a fucking charlatan. Yeah, you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, if you if you don't know what you, if you don't what know you, what you're looking for, and that was the same with me from my business mentorship. I'm like, I don't really know what I'm looking for. <laughs> this yeah. guy looks like a millionaire. That'll do. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So yeah, I've got, I've got a question for you as well. So see. Obviously, you've
0: been doing M- MTN for what, four years now mm-hmm. and stuff. How have you guys, as a company, um, handled the changes in social media? Do you just chat about, like, because obviously, because back in the day, you used to be able to just post like a transformation, yeah. and you'd get 100
2: likes, you'd get 50 leads. Yeah. It's not quite the same yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah, well, even, like, a good example, like, I, I reposted a result recently, but it's our best result ever, Daniel Douglas. Ah, uh, like, yeah. By Class. a long shot. Yeah. Uh, and that was, like, 2,500 likes that got my first post. that I posted the other day. And don't get wrong, people have seen it, they're exposed to it. It was, like, 87 likes. So, like, there's a big change in just overall engagement and things like that. Um, I'm... I'm probably the worst person to speak to about that because as much as we've got an okay following, it's definitely not the area that we excel in. It's not where we Mm. make sales. It's not where we do the most business. Like, email marketing is where we excel. Um, And I have someone doing a lot of that for me. So, the changes, like, it's frustrating. Like, I think that's the biggest thing. And I think probably most of last year, I was like, this is just shite. Like, this is annoying. I say it every day. And now I'm just, (laughs) now, now I'm like, do you know what, like, do it like just do better like you just need to be better like my content was boring as fuck that's why like that was largely why it wasn't getting engagement and that was largely why because i see other people and i'm like that that guy's a dick but it's like well he's he's got all these fucking singing and dancing things and it's like it's entertaining it draws you in um so sometimes you just you almost you you do need to pivot with it you do need to change and it's there's a case of like be yourself but sometimes you maybe need to change a little bit yourself to get Likes, likes engagement to then draw them in to then sell them what they actually need. If you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like um, be, your, be yourself in the back end, yeah. Give them what they want, sell them what they need. So, hey, Danny, that's
1: good. Like drinking bath water. Did you see that?
2: The salt burn. Yeah, no.
1: he, he, he literally did that. He reenacted the salt burn,
3: <laughs> right? Bath water, just <laughs> like <laughs> his bath water tastes better than tap water. <laughs> <Is that right? laughs>
2: <It's> salty. <laughs> i've actually not even seen all that film yet i was a bit of an hour in i've no, not seen that bit so i've not. Just no. da, you can Did watch you that just go, to my go on danny's mate. instagram really you'll be able
1: to see it no i never actually i never actually watched it i watched five minutes of it and i was like this no, is shit." And i turned it off i liked
2: it I, well, I was an hour in and it was all right i just uh, <laughs> fell asleep but oh, you get, you just <laughs> it just gets me and me fucked up is, is it I'm fast got a good hour to go there.
1: No, it's interesting to see and obviously you've spoken about that a lot um, but the, ch- the change in industry, the change, change right? in the industry the change in social media and it's like do you feel that that's necessary to stay on top of or do you feel that things like the results you, you get and word of mouth in general and just generally just delivering a good service do you think that that's even just more than enough to have a successful business or do you feel like Social media is a, almost a requirement to like stay on top of these trends. For example,
2: see like until quite recently, I would have said just you know be the best coach, get the best results, and you'll be busy. And I think there's still an element of that. I know plenty of people with no social media that are feel full, full not for online coaching, but one to one coaching certainly like word of mouth, a big mm-hmm. thing. If you mm-hmm. do a good job, you get um, good referrals, whatever else. Uh, nowadays, to grow online, you need to be on top of social media, and like we're not like I've have we've not grown. My personal Instagram's not growing in about. 18 months, two years. It's literally been at 12 point. I hit 13K and it's been back to 12.9. Um, <laughs> cunts who ever run But, but it's not growing like, for a while I was like, ah, oh, it's just because the algorithm and I was like, nah, it's because I post shit. Like, I don't post stuff that's super engaging. I post this, I post, I repost results that we've got and I post a little bit about my own training. It's like, mine isn't that interesting and I was, like that's a big change I've started to make from the start of this year just having a little bit more structure and even since that it's starting to tick up again and it's just been that little bit more structured Mm. um so I it's necessary to have an online business in my opinion to to be out there and to be growing on social media Mm -hmm. um but the, the the number one thing should be like good coach good results good service like that's number one and if you filter in some good social media with that like it's only just Going to no snowball and grow in my opinion. Yeah, yeah.
1: No. Interesting. But um on, on the kind of documenting your training side of things, you've been doing a wee bit more performance style stuff. Uh, it's it's not something that's uh, it's not something that's new to you. Obviously yeah. you can swing about from bars and stuff like that. I've seen that where the fuck where did you learn how to do that actually? I actually
2: don't know. I had you just figured he's it a uh, uh, ninja. I had I had monkey bars in my back door. My granddad <laughs> built like an actual play gym, play, play park thing in my back door when I was younger. Uh some of my brothers. You know the just, gladiator we uh, both hang on and try and tear each uh, other down? We used to do that because,
1: like the, but even like, this is the thing. I actually, I think that some people have are are generally like you. Obviously, grew up doing karate and stuff like that. So, like people who do things like martial arts or sports like rugby, Mm -hmm. maybe even not even necessarily football, but like they tend to be a little bit more athletic in their older years. Whereas if you get somebody that's maybe just played football and then went to the gym, you ask them to do that. They Can't figure out what to do yeah. with their body if that yeah. makes sense. But you've leaned into a little bit more of a performance style in the most on the more recent, mm-hmm. um, sort of training phase. What kind of spurred that a wee bit? Um,
2: one of them's a secret that I can't announce in this podcast. What are you didn't have a secret project. Um, no, I think. I think I was actually just bored. Like the coach that I'm working with right now, I largely, he was like, so what's your goals? I was like, I just want to enjoy my training. Mm. I was like, I want to do different stuff. Like I used to be super springy, super athletic. I used to be able to do random shit that other people couldn't do. High box jump, like just random shit. I was like, that's where I actually enjoy my training the most. See when I'm doing like plyometrics and I'm doing like muscle ups and I'm doing stuff like that. I actually just enjoy that the most. I think that's part of it. The other part is like, I care a little bit less about aesthetics. Like, I'm pretty settled with Kirsty. She likes my physique as it is. I don't feel the need to get lean every year to go on holiday to try and uh, get with a woman, you know? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Here we go! (laughs) So, like, I think there's an element of that. And that's not to say, like, I don't take care of my physique now that I've got Kirsty and I'm comfortable, but there's an element of, like, I'm pretty happy with it. I think that's a maturity thing. Like, I think as you get older, you become a little bit less vain and you care a little bit less about your physique. Like, I have anyway. Um, So I think that's part of it, part of it was to enjoy training again, um, part of it was 100% just influenced by seeing everyone else delve into that and being like, fuck. I, don't ah, want I want some of yeah. that one-dimensional. Yeah, yeah no. especially
1: where you train as well. It's yeah. like that's that's now the predominant swing of how people train in there, isn't yeah. it? It's not yeah. like the bodybuilders anymore.
2: So no, like I, I've been doing like I done I done twelve weeks worth of running, and now I'm just not running again. Ah, not I just don't hate it. It's, <laughs> it's so shite. <laughs> I don't I don't get the running, buzz, so <laughs> I don't get it. It.
3: some people don't like it. Uh,
2: like well, most people that I speak to that do it for twelve weeks are like, "Oh, you learnt to love it." And I was like, "Nah, I didn't." Nah. Um, I'm gonna keep it in. Like I'm gonna keep one or two runs in, and I'm gonna like as a social thing more than anything because people. Close to me are running And I'm like oh, I can catch I want up to with join them. Like Ryan right. we done a 10k last week And I actually loved it um, Because it was kind of tied With something else That I like doing Which mm-hmm. was like Speaking to Ryan catching up. Yeah, um, but I fucking hate it. Yeah, I
0: run, I run to fund my, my pastry, and my coffee habit. Journal, <laughs> basically, so that's yeah, fair. that's yeah. literally the only reason why I run. That's so.
2: fair. I think like for me right now, like I've been training ten years. I've done most forms of fitness at some point. Like I've mm-hmm. done a little bit you of do, crossfit for a short period, a little bit of running, a little bit of powerlifting, a little bit of this. I think it's just find what works for you at certain times and I think that's a big thing I think certain types of fitness are good for certain periods of your life like I think a lot of people that have maybe just had kids like running's amazing it's yeah, so it's time efficient no you, you literally put the shoes on and go out and run but it's like well the gym's half an hour traffic each side getting there getting ready getting your workout in waiting on machines getting home I think running can be a great form of fitness for those people for that time frame and then they might go actually I've got loads of time now I'm going to start um, like doing something else mm-hmm. I think that's like quite importantly like we've had a bit of like banner about like you know mm. what's better this or that and it's like, well. What's better is like, what do you enjoy doing and what's good for your life at that moment? For me right now, I've got loads of time to train, so I can mm-hmm. do an hour and a half, two hour sessions and fuck about and like my warm-ups are like half an hour. <laughs> not warm-ups, but like, you know, priming the body yeah, and whatever yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In the past, I was like, right, good to go. You like, get 20's leg, out, leg like <laughs> under under the 20s out, do up a I suppose that's a, that's a drawback of CrossFit, in my opinion, like the amount yeah. of, maybe not all CrossFit, but certainly some CrossFit programming that I see and I'm like, Why is your warm-up quite literally longer than... Your session, like mm-hmm. that, shouldn't be the case. If you need yeah. to warm up for that long, like you're not okay, in my opinion. Yeah. Like you should, you <laughs> you that shouldn't should be wrong. the case. <laughs> yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. No, I, d- yeah, I no, definitely,
1: no. I definitely agree with that. But uh, I, we've, we, have we have had some, some back and forwards, like, and this is the thing, or what I found funny is I told, I told a couple of people when I was getting on a podcast, yeah. and that I was like, what you, you just, like like each other? And I was like, I? <laughs> <laughs> a couple people that I spoke to thought that we and, didn't like each other, and, we, and I'm like, so no,
2: the fuck, like people assume that when you've got different training styles or whatever else. Exactly.
3: People kind of get it. get her head on how like fucking people the, are the, alive.
2: The, the fitness industry is so like petty like that though. Oh, that it's snaky kind of, yeah. and petty and. I'll oh, add things. to that by fucking the odd Instagram story, but. Um mostly that's just about engagement it's engaging
0: you need to polarising <laughs> you need to be polarising it's, polarizing, it's polarizing. poking
1: the bear it's poking a wee bit of fun and I think that one of the things that sparked that off was like I made a post being like ah folk shoots are shite blah 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 and I went on like a wee rant or whatever I remember this actually and then yeah, I woke up the I next exactly morning the and then I had like 400 I like four hundred new followers <laughs> and I'm like David, jared my shit and I'm like what the fuck's happening here did you here? get a lot of new followers for that I actually did that. all the ones you lost I got
2: all the crossfitters <laughs> Carly yeah
1: she <laughs> She doesn't even listen to us. But um <laughs> I saw <laughs> <laughs> did you just say
3: boot no I just said boot <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was fucking hell it was like no, no, I like coffee well, like coffee oh, so. that's funny um, but yeah so obviously people thought that we had like this major disagreement and we Love spoke up, we spoke a bunch and it's like a lot of the things that we were talking about we actually mutually agree with oh, yeah. like there was there was many things it's like fundamentally one of the things was is like whatever anybody's doing in any regard of any fitness like you respect like mm-hmm. if, if somebody wants to hike and that's their fitness like cool yeah. like that's class like if someone wants to train and do photo shoots like for Twitter like good yeah. they're extremely difficult to do I'll put my hands up and say I've never done one yeah. because I actually think that that's harder than what I do for me also just doesn't personally. interest
2: you and I think that's that's a big thing like mm. We, so the photo shoot kind of sided a 12-week peak was quite literally because me, Dale, and Chantel, who used to work for us, wanted to get lean to get photos done because it is decent for business. Like, they can be really good things for our business. yeah. Uh, and then we're like, why don't we just get other people to do it with us? Like, and like, that's what the 12-week peak was. We were like, why don't we kind of market it? And there wasn't a big plan to make it what it is now. Right. Um, so that's why we started, and it was quite literally for us. And then we were like, we were going to do a photo shoot. Like, if anyone wants to do it, do it. And initially, it was just coaches. There was like... Mm-hmm. I think the first 12-week peak, it was like 60 coaches, 40 yes, normal yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And now it's the total opposite way. But um, yeah, it's not like we, we don't push the photo shoot. The photo shoot's completely optional. Like 200 people done it last year out of 350. I'd say 10 to 15 of them, I was like, I think you should do it. And that that was pushing my agenda. Like <laughs> you're fucking shredded. Can you do this? <laughs> yeah, um, good. For the most part, people just wanted to do it as like a challenge. And that's kind of how I start, I've start. i started to view the 12-week peak. Like a lot of people do a half marathon. And they're like, tick, done it. I'm going to try a marathon. Tick. Done it. Tough mother. Tick. Done it. Like, people kind of have these fitness challenges, and that's kind of what we've made. The 12 week peak is just a watered down bodybuilding show at the end of the day. It's Mm -hmm. getting you, it's getting the everyday person lean without the total mentalness of bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. Without the tiny Um, pants. Yeah, the tiny pants. (laughs) That's this year. (laughs) Um,. So, yeah, I think, like, uh, the biggest selling point is that it's just that end goal. It's that 12-week time frame. And that's why something like the Open works mm-hmm. so well. It's like, well, I've got that thing to train for. Mm-hmm. Um, works really well in that regard.
1: Well, that's it's funny I actually say that that, that was not the vision of yeah. 12-week peak, but it's kind of it's anchored that way because the people have loved that. Yeah. Like, that's what they want. They're like, well, I want to I do that. Like, do you did you ever forecast for any of the things that have happened, whether that be like in business-wise or was the goal just from the get-go, like obviously you mentioned this at the start, was like to just get better? Or did you assume like, now I want to get like 500 people in a room and we do a photo shoot. Was that the grand vision or is that something that just came up?
2: Nah, like until last year when that that number of people signed up, then I was like, right, I want 500 people to do the programme. The photo shoot thing, if I'm being completely honest, the fact that we've done it with 200 people, that's by far the biggest fitness photo shoot in the UK. So I kind of feel like, I don't mind if that doesn't get bigger. I'd be happy with less people, if I'm being honest, because it's fucking hectic and it costs (laughs) us a lot. Like, that's a big expense. (sighs) But for the 12-week peak, I'm, like, I'm chasing 500 people. And, like, I've got an incentive trip for all the coaches this year. Like, we're going somewhere in Europe if we get 500 people. So, like, everyone's pushing hard this year for that. So, like, that's a number, but... It is an arbitrary number. Like, yeah. if, I, if I get 480, I'll be fucking buzzing. <laughs> if yeah, I get 520, No trap. You um, fucking failed oh every guy. day. Right. <laughs> 499. <49. laughs> just get this. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, I think it's, I think, same with fi- finances. I've got, like, big financial goals, but they're quite arbitrary in the sense of, like, it's just something more than what I've done to aim for. Because, mm. um, like, from a financial standpoint, I'm, like, super comfortable with where I'm at. Like, I could be there or thereabouts for the next few years and I'd be in a great position. It's like, well, I don't really want, like, I always want that little bit more. And sometimes it's, it's sometimes it's probably greedy and fucking, maybe people call me a Tory bastard, but uh, it's sometimes just like that little bit of financial um, improvement every year. Like, mm-hmm. I think everyone should be in for that. It increases your quality of life, like, mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, fucking yeah. loaf you know. of bread's
3: no cheaper in a either.
2: Fuck real. me, I know.
1: <laughs> nah, nah, it's fucking parking tickets either. <laughs> but, no, well, I think that, I think it's, it's weird that people can get touchy about, like, so, if you necessarily want to improve your physique, that's okay. If yeah. you want to, say, um, improve maybe your quality of life, mm-hmm. uh, excluding finances, that's okay. But when you want to improve the amount of money you make, that's boo-boo. That's bad. Yeah, like, yeah. What you do, what do you mean? Why do you need more? Yeah. Like you greedy got, cunt. Why, right. Yeah, why is that deemed <laughs> as greedy? But if you, say, <laughs> want to have a day off work, yeah. like why is that not coined as greedy? Yeah, yeah. Why does is, why is it just relate back to money? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I find that quite... That's no, It's a bit more just taboo in
2: the UK. Like people are less, like Amer- Like you said, America. Like they're, they'll shout from the rooftops, mm-hmm. like millionaire mindset and the millionaire club and all this shit. Do in the UK. People are like, you're a fucking wank. Mm. Yeah. And people hate it. <laughs> people hate it. And there's that bitterness as well, especially in the west of Scotland. Like, people don't like seeing people with like a level of success. It's because
0: like, they, they're not doing the things that you're
2: doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They want to do the things that you're doing. Yeah. But
0: they can't
1: but i think it's changing or they can, but they're not mm-hmm. i think it's you changing know. because say for example like you look back four years nobody was talking on their phone there yeah. was maybe a select few like the james smiths or whatever yeah. the people that were already successful yeah. right so it was okay for them to talk on the phone whereas like now it's what most people do yeah right whereas back then like you would get laughed at or like what's well, mm-hmm. this guy talking on his phone and all that for so you think that things like Say, setting financial targets, yeah. speaking openly about finances, speaking openly about like, what well, I actually want to grow as an individual as a person. Whereas yeah. right now, that may be like, nah, like, what are you talking about, guys? Yeah. Pure fry, why mm-hmm. is he talking about all that sort of stuff? But then in the next five years, maybe everybody's going to be doing that. Mm-hmm.
3: Listen, man, I used to get fucking ripped for having my ears pierced and going to the gym and doing all that stuff. I've trained every person that used to up the country yeah. yeah. <laughs> to get in shape. Do I you know what For your ears being ah, pierced. But then, if I be, get their ears <laughs> pierced, and then, right. <laughs> like, uh, I remember a conversation on Pure Gym 2018 I'd, I'd, I started online coaching back in 2018 yeah. if you remember Evan nobody was doing online coaching yeah. then it was like one or two Australians mm-hmm. like I was like the only country seen and I, was, I've, I had no fucking idea man I gave a programme out in a PDF in touch base room in four weeks' time. Yeah. By the time I went to yeah. touch base in four weeks' time, I had nail online clients. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Like, are you sending me the next month, like yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I literally. like naked was I uh, but I remember having a conversation and I was quite money orientated. I'm money orientated now, but I was very like getting into that kind of mm-hmm. focus, uh earning mare every month and all that, <laughs> earning me every year, and was 2018. And I was having a conversation with two people and I cannot fucking remember who it was. But one of them was like, you're quite arrogant, aren't you? And I was like, ah, what? Like the mm. way you're talking, you think you like you're pure you've pure got off figure out this and up. that. And I was like, oh, All right, man. Like it was like an induction I was in The person yeah. I knew that well. Yeah. pure like, your de- like you're dead, like you pure fucking full yourself, are you? You know that? And I'm like, I'm just telling you my goals. Yeah. Like you asked me. That's the night I was telling you. Like yeah. It was the that was 2018, but yeah. so it just shows you, man. People are still fucking. Like, there's no as bad now. I want to say nah, it's I think bad, it's easier but.
2: now because you've got online forums, so you could you could kind of find a tribe of people that all have the same mindset. Mm-hmm. Quite literally nowadays, you could be like, I love country music, red wine, weight training, and I don't know, fucking something else, beer let's say, Cats. you could find a community of like that exact thing oh, yeah. nowadays and kind of like delve into it, whereas back in the day, it's like, <laughs> you can't find that no. exact kind of person, no. so I think that's easier, you can surround yourself with more people more easily now, mm. um, with the online forums, communities, things like that, mm. I would say, which is another selling point to like group coaching and things that you just do, like, I think having that community of people now is, mm-hmm. even more so after like lockdown, I think people crave that more than ever. It's <laughs> so um, clear, isn't like, it? Yeah. And we've never had that with online coaching because it's online and it's hard. And it? even if I oh, will create a group chat, it's like they just die of death. <laughs> Whereas if you do something like the 12 week peak, we've got that 12 week solid time. You're all going to be pals. You're all going to meet the weekend. Don't get on it. Don't get mad with it. Like mm-hmm. just do fitness for 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. It works really well. And I think that's a big selling point. I think that's something most PTs should try and create at least for a 8, 12 week um, block throughout the year, if not year round. Like if you've got a gym where you've got access to like people. That's where I see, that's probably where I'm jealous, actually, of Ryan and Dale and, you know, some of you guys that run in-person stuff as well, like, there's a level of, like, it's so easy to create that community. Like, you've got yep. a such stronger relationship with your clients than I do with some of my online clients, yeah. and it's a really good way to be. Would you never open an MTM gym? Nah. Uh, yeah. Nah. I, we've, I've got the best deal ever. Um, shout out, Commando. Um... <laughs> plug I, I, we we i've i've got an office in there i've got office space we brought them a lot of coaches brought them a lot of members so we've got a really good like mutual partnership but relationship. Uh, we can use that gym for events i can open up i can close it like Ross and Gary the owners are phenomenal with me so i have no other than fin- like the only other things would be like financial gain i don't think they make loads and loads of money in comparison to just scaling on an online business yep. the overheads are ridiculous for most gyms um the only other reason would be like for content and i'm like well i can do that and Commando and sin, mm-hmm. and to be honest, most other gyms like you can kind of just do that now. So I, I wouldn't, but would I? I'd, I'd invest in someone's gym type thing, but I, I don't think I'd want to be the operator of a gym. I don't yep. think so. I don't Fair. think mm-hmm. I would
1: like it. Yeah. Thinking about it. I am, yeah, I am. <laughs> we'll speak after class. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I know, I know already. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I think that because I was actually going to um, echo in on that and I think creating a community um, when I started it was again the, the natural progression like you PT people in person you get busy let me do this online mm-hmm. um, that kind of progresses one thing I struggled with like when I began online coaching was that community side of things yeah. like as soon as you get a sniff of that online life you're like oh I want more of that like yeah. I want to just like pap all my, my in person people and I've kind of grown to like realise that and I was actually talking to you about this yep. the other day that I actually like being a in person yeah, yeah. like i don't really enjoy too much like maybe doing online seminars or whatever yeah. else like i love being in the gym it's just where i love to be i found it quite difficult creating that community online yeah and i think that i've kind of navigated my way around it just now there's some people that i still work with solely online whether it be distance or whether it be it's just the way that their arrangements worked out or whatever but what's one thing that you feel has helped like especially, well, more specifically, obviously you coach people year-round. It's mm-hmm. not just the, the 12-week peak yeah. stuff. Like, how do you navigate that, or how have you?
2: Uh, we, we don't, badly. So, right. like, we, we've only got a solid community from March to June, which is the right. 12-week peak. We're changing that this year in the sense of we're inviting our, like, premium coaching clients to just get involved with the 12-week peak so that they've got that. And then we do plan on keeping a monthly meetup thereafter. But, see, at the end of the day, like, it's online coaching. Like, we've got clients in Australia, Dubai, New Zealand, Saudi. Like, mm. If there's if there's no community, there's no community. The group chats just don't generally work. Um, they, I think they could. I think there just needs to be a ton of work from the coaches to create content, and then you need a lot of user-generated content. You need to get people bought in that just, you you'll have had those people that just mm-hmm. love to contribute, mm-hmm. and it's largely because a lot of them don't have other things going on. But they they mm-hmm. become part. They're almost like a, a team member. Yeah. the amount kind of content they post. Um, we we don't do it well if I'm being if I'm being completely honest, and it's not like it's. It's not one of our core values either. It's not like we say we've got this big online fitness community, we don't actually have Mm -hmm. an online community. Um, And again, there's 10 coaches now, each with between, well, right now, between one and 45 clients. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, they've maybe got a community with those people. Heather does it quite well. Heather's got a group chat with all her girl clients. But then again, it's like different goals, different experience levels, different questions being asked. Sometimes hard. And I think with you doing mostly CrossFit coaching, you you need more of an in-person element. I would have said, yeah, like, yeah. because mm-hmm. it's very hard to teach movements. It's easy to teach, like a chest press machine. <laughs> <with a> video from <laughs> Twitch, <True> coach. Yeah, fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah. hard to teach a ring muscle up. <laughs> and Watch this video. <laughs> <of tri-sling. laughs> yeah. uh, so I think, like, for you and you know, having that hybrid model of like, there's monthly meetups or there's drop-in sessions or there's this. I think it works phenomenally mm. well. No. Um,
3: so That was it last year. That's what I put in was was monthly meetups last year last mm-hmm. year was one for meetups mm-hmm. just because of that I was like I I, don't feel like I've got a community yeah. to Try to do it on fucking Facebook WhatsApp whatever yeah. and the way I look at it it's like even though our businesses are a real thing for us and we want to name, they kind of get like buy into the kind of Facebook or the yeah. WhatsApp group whatever that isn't like our programme isn't their life yeah some people it's, don't give they a fuck. they don't give a fuck man, like, man. Like, like so no, they go skinny. I, don't fucking I what a training plan, right? bro like, down, like, do you know what I mean it's hard it's hard for a coach to get that I fucking used to Losing my head after I used to get my butt up, up man just I just did like it. the, the fucking post it. it. Why is it? they doing the COVID And I've asked the question <laughs> <laughs> actually, Please just go with me
2: <laughs> 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 They're sitting and walk Stress it or not <laughs> Running back with all of yeah, you Better fuck off man It is hard Because it's It's trying to cater to the masses And you've got some people That love it Like you know yourself You get that client Cheerleaders To be
1: fair It's normally the same Five people in the group chat That keep it active anyway Just give it in their own group chat Have at it no well that's that's actually funny you say that because a lot of people out there a lot of coaches out there make it seem like it's the it's the biggest thing that they've got is so this community people. thing yeah. whereas like when you can sit there quite candidly and be like that well look we don't have that yeah and then we all you almost probably feel that you maybe don't need it
2: yeah i've had i've had moments where i'm like i think we need it and with people saying like every time we do a feedback forum, it's like we'd love you know some in-person stuff and i've always been like well, it's an online business like it's quite literally online coaching like if you wanted in-person stuff like go on in-person coach like mm-hmm. it was quite literally an online business nothing that we do is in person other than the 12 week peak mm-hmm. and that, but then now i'm looking i'm like well the 12 week peak growth's been huge it's like maybe the in-person element's what people want from us Um, but it's not what i want to do like 12 mm-hmm. week peak for me i could probably run two a year Um, i've thought about doing one in like another country like doing a dubai version from like november to january or something yeah. like that but, like, see the, like, labour intensiveness of it. I'm like, three months is good for that. Yeah. Because it's probably two and a half, three months prep, and then you're a month after it. So, it's it's quite literally seven months. It's like, it's, it's an ongoing mm-hmm. cycle. You need so a wee bit of time to, like, to chill that. out a wee yeah. bit as well. And, I, like, my biggest thing when I started online coaching was the whole, I want to be free. Like, that was my thing. And freedom was such a high value of mine. Like, I spend like, usually two to three months outside the UK, like, every year I've done that for the last five years, and it wasn't. it wasn't until last year that I was like, I don't need to do that anymore, like, I don't need that's why we bought a house, I was like, I don't feel the need to be like, oh, I'm like, in Dubai again, like, I don't need that now um, so that, but that was why I started online coaching, so that I could do it from anywhere and I have worked from, like, numerous different places and I did do the so cliche like, I'm working from a laptop in Crete, like, I've done all that shit um, I'm like, I'm I probably just matured a bit but like I don't need to do that now I mean, mm-hmm. I said
1: mm-hmm. yeah. I-, I always found that kind of stuff quite funny because like I would one portray like oh yeah like I'm on my holiday and I can like I can just get my but then two it's like out of necessity because if I didn't I... do it fucking people yeah. didn't <laughs> have <laughs> shit to yeah, do yeah, so it's uh, like yeah. it's not because I wanted to do it I was like no actually yeah, why I'd be I on holiday
2: to. yeah so... you'd be like bragging about being on holiday working and then yeah. back home would probably be like what? Where's Why would you what I don't Why want, want to
0: work on Put your it's fucking phone
2: up, me, You always like the, the big difference is that people don't see is that like, you actually like your job. Like, yeah, you actually like yeah. most of what you do. Equally, there's yeah. times where I'm like, I don't want to speak to anyone. Like yeah. your yeah. WhatsApps blow you up. You need to remove yourself. Um, yeah. How are you? Is it that? Do you find it easy to like actually take time off? Like fully blown phoned in.
3: I you feel know. like my brain just keeps going. Yeah. yeah. Brain just keeps going I Even if like, I'm sitting on the couch I'll be like Durr. I yeah. feel like
1: you have Quite good Boundaries Boundaries that you set With like Lots of stuff Aye
0: Yeah I'm, I'm for, for the most part Pretty good at it I think it's because I've got loads of Hobbies Yeah Like I'm just you No know, this is the thing That I'm doing So I'll go to the football I'll go play yeah. rugby I'll do whatever else I'm doing But like Even when, when we went To Morocco Like I was working And then I got Amanda pregnant like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Olympics, I was like Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my check-in. But, like, put, a, put a baby
0: in you <laughs> <laughs> but like at certain points depends depends <laughs> on the business at the time yeah. see if it's stressful and stuff like fucking, I, need to, yeah. I need to keep going but for the most part i'm pretty good with
3: boundaries mm-hmm. yeah the most part. i feel i feel it as well like i felt last year see just like a summer holiday and like a couple of times where i'm like right no phone for the weekend yeah. and like just turn my phone off i didn't feel like burnt out last year at yeah. all but see like the year prior yeah i didn't take a holiday and i was they taking much time away from my phone yeah. see what time it got at the end of the year i took two weeks I didn't speak to a client <laughs> I just took my phone off for yeah, two I weeks them. man but I felt refreshed after yeah. it so I think yeah. aye, you just need a bit of time in between to kind of break it up defos I just
0: had a wee thing there I think it's because I'm building like lots of enjoyment into my week Yeah. so every single week I've always like. always get things that I actually like that I just do for me and me mm-hmm. and Amanda actually had a bit of an argument about it I was like look Ken you need to go do stuff that you like aye. Mm-hmm. you can't just be in the house with the baby all the time you mm-hmm. need to like Fuck off mm-hmm. Go do something Go do stuff Yeah because It's not selfish It's the least selfish thing You can do Well
1: no I've I've definitely I think early in, in my I had There was definitely friction Because Aye. I was like I saw success in the thing That I loved doing <laughs> Like I, I could go and train At any time of the day I could start a fucking podcast in the middle of a Friday afternoon with yeah. two ideas. It's like mm-hmm. it's fun. The most of my days fun. You would say the same thing. Yeah, two ideas.
3: I say A lot of the a
1: lot of my a lot of my day seems like fun because it is fun, mm-hmm. and I think that if someone maybe has work that they maybe particularly don't enjoy, and then I'm just seen prancing about all day, getting the train whenever I want. But it's because. But the thing is, I think that that's. That's fruits of the labor, isn't it? Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. reason that ultimately why we've done this thing, but it doesn't also show the times when you've been on your laptop until one in the morning, like no. trying to get everybody's programs. You've had six time churn and...
0: messages in, in a row. You
1: know? I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They've not seen those bits where exactly know. you get 10 messages in one day. It's like, everybody's just decided, know. you know what? We're going to leave you today. And you're like, oh, well, I... fuck's sake. fuck sake, but I think that um, one of the things that's actually probably helped me is, well, one, first of all, was getting a dog. Because then it's like, well, I can go take the dog out. And then mm-hmm. it's that. And then also having Hattie. And you'll probably experience that as mm-hmm. well. It's like Your hand is forced. Like, that, I, I reduced a lot of the hours that I did in-person coaching. Because it was certain hours that I didn't really like coaching. Mm-hmm. I didn't like coaching, like, at night time. Like, I wanted to be home and all that. But mm-hmm. I was like, well, money's money. Like Let me just coach him at night time. Yeah. And you probably had that yeah. back in the day as well. But it was only until my hand was forced. Like, I have a small child now that yeah. I have to look for that... That, I took that scary plunge and be like you know what I'm going to do a lot less now and yeah. you're either with me or you're not and then as soon as that happened it was like yeah. I was actually happier yeah. Yeah. so yeah. your hand was forced right. but it turned out to be a better thing
0: you probably get rid of the folk that aren't going to be there long term anyway and you can see exactly. folk that
2: are actually good yeah. I think service based businesses like I feel like if I sold a product like if I sold water bottles or something You can take time off from that. You just need to be happy when maybe sales are going to be a little bit less. But service-based, somebody's consistently paying you on a monthly basis for that service. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, I need to check in. I need to do these things. I think it's a very hard thing. Equally, I don't think any business is is easy to take tons of time off from, but I definitely think service-based businesses where you're client-facing, it's way fucking harder. Because even business-to-business, like people that coach coaches or people that sell something to other business owners, you find that a lot of businesses take the same time off, if you know what I mean, as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, like Christmas and whatever else, mm-hmm. but a lot of clients like that's a bus- the busiest time sometimes for PT and in the coaching industry is like the last two weeks in December. so like yeah. <laughs> to get people set up and to get organised, um, and how that's when you. Want to much of,
0: how much of how much of you still in the, the kind of coaching side of
2: the business? Have you removed yourself from that? that nah, a I've stuff? always tried to like remove myself, mm-hmm. Um and I'm always just like. Ah. I'll take your money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See that no, like 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 I'll, I'll get. needs to go to Dubai. A lot of like request the people that and oh, no, I just want to work with you. And I'm like, that's fine. Like I I will say yes quite a lot. Um, I've got ten clients right now, and that's it. Um, but as of twelve week peak style, like all those ten clients know that I'm only working with them because they're doing the 12-week peak. And then during the 12-week peak, that's me stopping coaching. So this will be my last mm-hmm. my last 10 clients, if you're listening to this. Is it? Um, so that'll be the last 10 people I've, I plan to work with. Because I've been trying to do that for two or three years. And I keep going, like, maybe it's a quieter period. It's like the 12-week peak's not on. I'm not launching anything else. And I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just take another 10 clients. It's an easy, like, 3K or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, I do do that. But I need to stop doing that. Because then it distracts me from what I actually need to do Long to make longer term improvements and like drive the business forward Mm -hmm. coaching clients doesn't take a ton of my time like i'm about an hour setting somebody up and i'm about half an hour all in all week Mm -hmm. like that's a check-in see whatever else they're up to across the week and making some changes yeah so you're talking like it's not a huge huge amount of time but equally i think my time because i I done this yesterday i actually made a list of like things i'm things i'm good at and like things i'm bad at and and what was the list it was basically things I'm good at and I like doing so I was like right I need to do more of them mm-hmm. things I'm good at but I don't like doing right I need to learn how to delegate, delegate. them uh, things that I'm bad at but I need to do type thing so like maybe I'm all on accounts or whatever yep. um, and the coaching one was one like I don't get the same fulfilment out of it now as I do like building something like I love mm. building the projects I love building landing mm-hmm. pages I love doing the marketing side of stuff so I enjoy that a lot more now so I think that's what will be that would make sense 10 years pack it in just yeah. run a business yeah I'll see can always go back to that as well. <laughs> like exactly. We always go, go back. To that. So if you're You'll back get bored. Far far exactly. Yeah.
1: know, yeah, yeah, you're still in it. Well um quickly on that. We'll kind of we'll, we'll wrap up on this one. That was at a yeah. quick hour, but you, you mentioned it very quickly there with like coaches that coach coaches. Quite a broad question. Yeah. You just laughed there. Coaches is is coach coaches. Yeah. <laughs> what is your thought on that?
2: Uh, I think if you're still a coach coaching coaches, it's not the best thing. I think you should develop it into a business. Like. So actually I'll, I'll give him a shout out Because we're, we're pals now But uh, Chris Bradley You know him Upgrade the mm-hmm. coach yep. Me and him had like Such a weird online beef Six years ago really? And it was just because We were both I Doing this, that like, thing Going Like we were both Chasing online clients And like locally We were like the only people Kind of doing what we were doing Like that we knew of Type thing Other than bodybuilders Really I would have said um, We had this weird beef And it wasn't until recently That This content just kept Coming up my explore page And like you just You hate watch don't you? So I was yeah. like watching it And I was like Ah fuck, it's quite good. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's quite good though. So I actually just reached out to him. I was like, mate, like fucking your content's class. Like I actually like what you're doing. And from his, from his like business, his business growth has been fucking wild. Like he's killing it right now. Um, And I think he's done the right thing because for a while he was coaching clients and coaching coaches. So it's two different businesses mm. that both require completely fucking up, op- like different, different things. things. Um, And now he just balls deep in coaching coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a need for good business mentorships. It's just, there's not very many of them. Like, I, I, I can think of a few. I like the Biceps and Banners boys. Uh, I don't know if you follow them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not they're seeing. sound. I met them a few times. They're class guys. And to be honest, I'd actually recommend probably Chris now, which is mm-hmm. wild. Like, I wouldn't ask me that two years ago when I said that. Um, But equally, like, I think with all these things, I know people that have had amazing experiences and people that have terrible terrible ter- 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 experiences with all these different kind of people. Um, I think it just depends on even with me signing up to stuff, like going back to what we were speaking about at the start, mm-hmm. maybe I wasn't in the right headspace. Maybe I wasn't getting the most from it. Like sometimes you need to be at a different place in your life to gain something from something.
1: I have said, I've said this before, and I've said this about like talking about like my own uh, program and stuff like that. And more often than not, what I found is that. Quite a lot of times, it's not the program's fault; it's your fault. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's nothing necessarily wrong with the program that's yeah. there. It's you. So, whether that be that you didn't adhere to it, it wasn't the right time for you, mm-hmm. or you just maybe didn't gel with that person. Yeah. So, it doesn't necessarily mean that the thing's bad. Yeah, um, it's maybe that you're just bad at that time. Yeah. yeah but uh, is it something that have you ever considered?
2: Me and Ryan done it. The first twelve weeks, yeah, week, uh, we were like, "Oh, let's try and." The first twelve weeks, because we, we had sixty people doing it, 12... sixty coaches doing it, we were like, "Why don't we?" have an order bump and it was like an extra 250 quid and we'll coach you how to be a better coach. Um I fucking hated it. Did you? I, I hate it. I've not got the patience. Like, And I think I'm quite cynical still with the coaching industry in the sense of like, there's so many people that I don't think should be in it. If you know what I mean? 100%. So I struggle to then help them because I'm them. like, I think you're going to be gone in six months anyway. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And I think I've got enough experience to have a, not, I'm not the all seeing eye, but to be like, I know that they're going to make it. And that's why I like MTN, because now I can hand-pick, pe- pe- handpick people for my own company and be like, you're going to make it because I'm going to help you, rather than like, I'm just going to broadly help 50 people and maybe two of them will be quite good at some point. Um, Because it's it's frustrating. Deal, It's like, deal with my client that doesn't want to be there or that you, you know is just fucking, they've got no chance. Like, it's very difficult. Um, Equally, I think that there needs to be a part of me that's like, no, you need to develop yourself better to help these people. Like, mm-hmm. stop being so impatient. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, I have that cynical side of like I don't think they're gonna be here, I don't want to waste my time with them. Which sounds terrible, but I'm just gonna put it out there. Okay. <laughs> that. it's, it's yara, yara, almost like wasted time, isn't it? Yeah. No, yeah.
1: no, I agree. I agree.
3: And uh to wrap up, we always asked the same question every guest. Ah, every ever guest. Uh, is there a lesson that you've learned in life
2: that you could share, or, uh, you're, you're alright sharing, something you've learned? Um, what about, do you know one of the biggest things that I've learned is that your, the thoughts that you have right now and your opinions and things will likely change. I think I was so opinionated when I was younger and I was so like, this is the way to do it. And now I'm like, why did I think like that? Or why did I even think that thing? So I think a good thing to just be aware of is like, being open-minded with the stuff that you know right now might not be the stuff that you continue to know. Oh, that was a good oh, one. Like that. That. Oh,
1: that. Oh. 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 Yeah. There Snip. we go, class. We did actually text him that question. <laughs> 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 that he was
2: prepped, he was <laughs> prepped. notes. <laughs> <laughs> notes here. Yeah, there we go.
1: No, well, thank you for coming down. Thanks for taking the Do the usual things, don't be a hole. Cheer the show. Cheer the show, do no, you like that one? Like um, that. I Share it with your mom or the rest Have of it. Have you got a plug? Oh yeah, the plug. a um, plug. Stuff.
2: Just follow MTN Coaching because if you follow that, I'm just going to shove everything else down your neck when you're there. So. <laughs> MTN Coaching. Amazing. Love it. Thanks. Okay, so, cheers. cheers. Ciao.